Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Benjamin Moore and Sherwin-Williams. Welcome to the Women in Paint podcast. I'm your host, Michael Cheney. I am also the owner of No Drip Painting, where we are changing lives through paint. And I've got a special treat for us today because I've got Stacy Spear from SNS Painting over there in Virginia, not too far away from me. Stacy, I'm in Ohio. Uh, but hey, thanks so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Glad to be here. You got it. So what I really want to dig in with you and hear about, um, I know you've been in the industry for a while. Um, I you know, kind of just want to start, how'd you get in the industry? Because uh, I don't know about you, but most of the time I don't hear people saying uh, when I was young, I wanted to be a painter. Um, so what's your story? How did you land in this industry? Well, I did not want to be a painter. I knew nothing about painting and uh, didn't even know how to paint. So I was uh, went to school for economics and graduated with economics and business degree, went into banking love numbers. And I was having so much fun, uh, worked there for a couple of years, had my second child and never got to see them because banking hours are not your golfer hours. They are long and involved. So when my youngest son was six months old, eight months old, I stayed home uh, with them. I quit banking, stayed home with them. Then I was volunteering at my church uh, they needed volunteers to paint Sunday school classrooms. So I did whatever I was told to do. And then we kept painting more Sunday school classrooms, just volunteering. And that's how I learned how to roll. I just was told what to do and I would do whatever I was told. Uh, and then my friend and I kept going, kept going. And uh, we painted our church office. Then people really saw it. And then the church office referred us to members of the church. So we painted for them for free because, you know, yeah. just helping church folk out. Well, we still didn't really know what we were doing. I, I did. I mean, I rolled my friend cut in, um, but then they referred us to other people and lo and behold, we had to start. Now my youngest at that time was in preschool. So we only painted for three hours a day. And then when uh, my youngest was in kindergarten, we then went to six hours a day. And so, um, because when I was in banking, I never got to see my kids. So when we started painting, I said, well, I still want to make sure I see my kids when I put them on the bus and I get them off the bus. So yeah. that's how it started. You know what? I'm so glad that you just went ahead and mentioned those hours because that's the first thing that struck me when we started talking was that you've created a business. It sounds like to support uh, the other things in life that you love and want to participate in. And for you, it sounds like it's your family, it's your church and things like that. So uh, to help support that mission for you, your team now works from 8 to 2 p.m., 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. So a six hour day. Talk to me about how that works, how you navigate that. I think it's, it's so interesting. 
it's it's really interesting and and so nice for all of my employees and myself. I mean, my kids are now older. I've been doing this for 20 years. But what was so nice is when the kids got off the bus, they saw me home ready to go. And so they thought I was their stay-at-home mom because I was always there for them, helping them with homework. And I provide that opportunity for my employees. My customers love it. They love the idea of it. I am a residential interior house painting company. So we get in there at eight after my customers have already sent their kids off to school. And I leave at two or my whole group leaves at two. And that leaves the house open so that when the customer's kids come home from school, painters are not in their way. And right. they are so receptive to it. They are they're like, oh, I'm so happy. I don't have to have people in the house when the kids come home. Yeah, um, I love it. So do you ever have uh, any customers that offer a little pushback and say, hey, you're only working six hours a day. How are you going to get my job done? Yeah. So I do um, have had that all along. And I said, well, we never leave the job site. We work six hours a day. We take a 10 minute break at 10 and a 15 minute break at 12. Uh, so for the people who work a seven or eight hour workday and they take an hour lunch, that's not us. And we're going to get a lot more done. And we do. I mean, they, my girls, they work so hard. Right. <laughs> just, you know, so um, I'd let them know right up front that it's the six hours a day. And I let them know the time frame of the job. And if they need it done faster, we put more people on the job. If they want it done slower, we which not many people do, right? Well, you know, we'll take people off the job. So that's kind of how we ad adjust that. So you set those expectations up front. And I, I'm just going to guess that because this is such a, you know, a, a kind of a value and a mission for you is that you find customers that align with that and appreciate it and support that, that that's what you're doing for your team. Yeah, absolutely. And my customers know, I don't keep it hidden or anything. It's God, family, God, family work mm -hmm. is our values. And we've, we put that out there everywhere because I, we're not going to, we're not going to stray away from it. You know, that's right. It is um, where it is. Yeah. Right on. So let's talk about your team. So um, you've got an all female team, which is uh, unique in our industry, as you know, and uh, you've got a team, I'm guessing you've got a team and you've got some mothers on your team. Kind of talk to me about the makeup of your team and how uh, the six hour work schedule accommodates them. So we have um, an office manager, a operations manager, two uh, team supervisors and uh, five painters. And so uh, some of them are young, 24, 25, 19, I think is our youngest. And some of them are older and in their 50s. So we do the spectrum. We are always here uh, for the mom. And it's set up such that if, if a mom were to get a call from the school that their child is sick, they know there's nothing wrong. They can go home. We always will make it up somewhere. We'll figure out how to come in. And we are really a team within a team. So if the uh, supervisor has a child that is sick, the other girls will step up into the role. The operations manager will help out. And nobody ever has to worry about saying, oh, my gosh, I can't go get my child. There's always that option. Um, so and then for the other girls who are younger and who don't have kids yet, it allows them to still have the freedom to do what they want after work. And they really enjoy having the 30 hour work week. 
because it gives them that freedom on the back end. Sure. Beautiful. I love it. I bet, I bet you've got a great team culture. Uh, yeah. At least it sounds like you do. Um, now, you, you also said something to me that really kind of struck my interest. And you you said that, you know, in the painting industry, you don't have to do everything. You can kind of carve out a space for yourself uh, that you can really, you know, do well at and, and excel in a certain space. Talk a little bit about that, if you don't mind, and how you landed on that, how you were able to say, you know what, we don't need to do everything. We can pick the things that we want to do and stick to it. So 20 years ago when I started and and we realized, OK, now we have to become a legal company. And for me, that meant really figuring out how to paint because business I could do. Painting, I still really didn't know enough about. So joined PCA, joined, mm -hmm. talked to uh, Sharon Williams and Benjamin Moore, and really tried to find out everything I could know about how to paint, all the information about uh, the products. That, then we said, okay, great, we're doing this. Well, PCA back 20 years ago did not have a lot of women at all in the industry and um while i had support people in my area other painters not necessarily pca members but other painters uh really had a bit of a pushback mm -hmm. we are residential interior house painting companies and they kept saying well you're not a real company because you don't paint outside so in order to be a real company, you need to be a real painting company. You have to paint interior and exterior. We tried exterior once and I didn't like how it got the ladders dirty. And so <laughs> I also didn't like dealing with bugs and bushes. So um, we said, you know, it's not really for us and that's okay. And so mm -hmm. people said, you're not a real company. I said, well, I don't have to worry about the weather. I think I'm really just fine where I am. And so it has grown and grown. And now I've seen more and more people coming up with what their niche is and really just focusing on that niche. And it's okay. I let people dictate to me back at the beginning, you know, mm -hmm. you're not real. You don't do this. You don't work eight hours a day. You can't, you can't, you can't. And I just said, yeah, we can. And here's how we're going to do it. And so we just kept going and we have work all year round because we're interior we don't have to worry about the weather and yeah it's nice it's so, so nice so i know and i i love the, i love the whole idea here's where i want to dig into a little bit further and this might be more of the 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 business approach or the psychological approach that you've taken to tune out the noise right people are saying well you're not a real company you made a decision you stuck with it uh, that is often a scary space for people to be in uh, especially in this industry, you know, we're women, we're, you know, the minority in this industry. How did you have the focus, the drive, and really, how'd you say, you know, I don't care what anyone else is saying, this is what I'm going to do. How'd you come to that? It was frustrating, invigorating, challenging, irritating all at the same time. Uh, basically, we were just you know, we started out volunteering for church, right? And then we moved and moved up. And then um, my painting partner had to move out of the state to uh, for another job with her husband. And so then um, it was just trying to find out where you want to land, right? Mm -hmm. So when you have all these people in your ear and you called it noise, and that's really what it is, and, and people saying, oh, well, you probably can't do sheetrock and you can't fix and you can't, and you can't. And then we would come back with, well, 
not really sure why you feel that way, but you're welcome to watch us do it because we can do it. And so it became this kind of joke. And, and that was the easiest way for us to overcome that heavy, heavy noise. Mm-hmm. We had customers that we would always, not always, usually talk to the, the wife of the family. And, and she'd come back and she said, um, my husband is a little worried that you guys cannot do this the way he really wants. So he's going to be watching. Are you okay with that? <laughs> and we said, you know what? It's fine. If he wants to pull up a chair and watch us and, and watch us do it properly, he can. And so she's, and then the homeowner would say, well, my husband has taken off for work. He's <laughs> really worried about the quality. I said, you know what? <laughs> you just knock himself out. If he doesn't want to get paid for working and he wants to take off and watch us do it right, that's fine. And so it just became ridiculous. The um, PCA in Richmond here has been so supportive. Back when we first started out, again, women in painting were not a big deal, Mm -hmm. not a big thing, right? So when we went into paint stores, other painting companies would laugh at us in the paint line and all that kind of stuff. And we started getting really big support from Sherman Williams and Benjamin Moore in the stores. They they would say, no, they're a real company and they do a great job. And so when we started getting that support, that was that fire under our feet. Yeah. That really helped us through it and really allowed us to kind of ignore the comments. And 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 I'm not saying everybody in PCA was great. There were people in PCA who who uh when I went around talking, I had a guy come up and we were telling him about the women in painting he goes, Oh yeah, well, I could probably hire a woman to to clean up after we're finished painting. Like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, but it it happens. I think just having to uh educate, 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 educate people about what we can do and that there is no limit to our um to our li- there's no limit to our limits. There's no limit to what we can accomplish. Right is important. And that's what we yeah. do every day. Every Man, th- day. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, we, we all have similar stories and, and you really frame that well for us. I mean, you know, when, when you're, when you're talking about the homeowner wanting to take time off work to watch, it just strikes a chord in me. Uh, and I'm sure that, that it probably still does with you too. Um, so kind of staying in, in line with some of the, the business talk, you know, we get a lot of folks, a lot of women that are just getting started in this business, um, especially now at this time of the year, um, you and I are in similar climates, uh, you know, uh, in my my world, we do exterior painting, but once November rolls around, that's off the table. So my question for you is, and a question we get often, is how do you get your leads? Where do you get your work from? How do you keep a full schedule for interior painting and keep your team moving, moving all year long? Excellent question. We actually get it from Facebook, a lot from Facebook. And that's because our clientele that we're going after is on Facebook. So we are residential interior. We want moms. We want um, older people, middle-aged people, right? People mm-hmm. who can afford our services. Uh, we're not going to throw paint on a wall. We're going to do it properly according to the PCA standards. So Facebook. And what is great is um, what do you find on Facebook is moms who want to show pictures of their kids, right? And mm-hmm. and um, 
grandparents who want to see pictures of their grandkids. So Facebook has been that driving factor. We've also, um, when we're at a house and we have a mom with kids that are, I don't know, maybe three, four, five, six, somewhere in there, we ask the, ask the mom if they want to let the child help us paint help us paint and yeah. we give them a, um, a brush and they get to write their name on the wall in the paint that we're painting their room. And it's such a great marketing thing because the mom oh, is wow. the one who's going to put that on Facebook, right? We don't have to. And so, and then we just brush it out and there's not, you can't tell it's there. We also give the child a paintbrush. So if the mom purchased um, Benjamin Moore paint, We'll give them a Benjamin Moore hat and a little throwaway brush and they can paint with water on the outside, you know, in the driveway, wherever they mom yeah. wants or dad wants them to do it. Um, or if it's Sherwin-Williams, likewise. So it's just a cute little way of keeping the family part of it all. Um, so Facebook, Facebook and Facebook. Yeah. Okay. That is so cool. I mean, what a clever idea. Um, and you're right. You know, when things like that happen, cute things happen with your kids, your parents are going to want to share that. And, you know, they're probably sharing the love with you, maybe tagging your company. That's such a cool idea. Um, the other thing I want to touch on that really what you're saying here, and I think that this is kind of the teaching point for people getting started is that you got to go where your client is. And yeah. because you know who your client is, your client is uh, probably a mom or a woman, or, you know, uh, maybe even someone a little bit later in life that has, has kids, maybe they're grown, but you know, that's your client and you know that they're hanging out on Facebook. So that's where you go. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know everybody's trying to push to Instagram and TikTok and all that kind of stuff, but it's just um, not my clientele and it might be yeah. somebody else's and that's fine. But just like you're saying, if you know where your clientele is, go after it. We also That's do right. a newsletter, uh, quarterly newsletter. Okay. And in the newsletter, we again um, have that family aspect. We put recipe in there, our mm. projects in there, and then also um, an activity that they can do with their child. So it's not like, it's not rocket science, although right. it really feels like it sometimes. <laughs> I'm not a marketer. This is the I'm a numbers person, so words and marketing is not my happy place, but it's easy when you know who your client is. And so I think the right. biggest takeaway might be for us um, to figure out who that is. Mm -hmm. Just slow down and see who you've been selling to. Who do you like working with the most? Is it companies? Is it residential? What it, interior, exterior? I don't know. But that's the, the, I think, biggest hurdle for people to overcome. Yeah, I, I'm there with you. And I love, okay, recipes, children's activities. I mean, you're totally thinking outside the box, but how cool is that? Because I think sometimes we lose track. We're like, it's got to be business, business, business. We got to get work, work, work. And for you, what you're really doing is, is you're offering a connection piece. Yeah. Yeah. And even, so if you, we have a Facebook page and if you look at that, you'll see pictures of the girls um, goofing off at the job site and, or, um, something they were celebrating or, you know, that, and then we also have the rooms that we paint, the cabinets that we paint yeah. so forth and so on. But we have that personal aspect in there as well, which is so important for that connection. Yes. Totally. I'm right there with you. Um, the other thing that I want to know is um, I have to imagine that you get a lot of referrals 
from your clients because you're doing all of these cool, fun things. Yes, absolutely. And those referrals are so appreciative, appreciated, and, and the closure rate on those are higher. And yes. uh, anytime we get a referral, we give a customer a thank you, a handwritten thank you card. If we close the deal, we give the customer a handwritten thank you card with a gift card in it for a coffee, like have a coffee on us, yeah. take some time out for you. If we know that there's a child in the family um, or if they're younger, whatever, we'll say um, take the kids out for ice cream and give them a gift. You know, so stuff like that, personalizing it down to the those uh, thank you cards. So mm -hmm. important. Well, and I mean, dare I say that I think this is the female touch, right? Yeah. You know, men are not going to be creating a, a newsletter with activities and recipes and sending yes. gift cards to get ice cream, right? Right, right. Um, listen, since we're on the topic of all these cool little things you do, is there anything else that you would throw in this category that makes you super unique, whether it's a little gift for a customer or something you do for your employees? Is there anything else that you can throw at me? Yeah, we... Uh, when we find out if our customer is sick or if they are going to have surgery or if they've just lost somebody, we send out a prayer blanket to mm. them and um, we've prayed over it. And then the uh, and a card goes in there, a sympathy card or a get well card. And it's in the our green. Green is our color. We wear it every day. So it's a green blanket to help wrap them and keep them, uh, let them know that we're thinking of them. Oh, that's so touching. Um, wow. That's amazing. Uh, okay. So we got to move on, even though I'd like to hear about all the other cool things I'm sure you do. Um, in terms of being a business owner. So it sounds like, you know, your background with numbers and even probably the banking world uh, has helped you navigate the business world. Um, at this point in, in your, in, in where you are in, in the painting industry and where your business is, what are some of the challenges that you face now that maybe you're trying to navigate or figure out? Do, do you still have challenges after, after being in this industry for 20 years? No, everything is green grass and roses and blue <laughs> sky. <laughs> I, that's the world I'm trying to live in when you're, you're living in. Uh, no. So of course, right. We all have challenges um, with different, like if a job doesn't go right, or if a paint, if there's a paint failure, there's mm -hmm. that kind of challenge. But as far as on the business side, I have a really good handle on what I want. I have a business coach, Linnea. She's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And um, I have everything budgeted out for next year and have had it for what a month or so now. Uh, so I know what my direction is. I know who I'm marketing to. Um, of course, right now, when the economy is uh, harder right now, right? Because yes. everybody is kind of tight on, well, they're not doing anything anymore. How do I keep all of my employees um, going? And so I'm, I network. I'm still networking. Um, and I have to network to keep my employees going. Uh, but really... At this point, I know where I'm headed. I know yeah. what my goals are. I have goals and I measure those goals almost daily. And so that's what I think is important that some people don't pay attention to uh -huh. is um, they, they might say, okay, well, what did I have left over at the end of the month? Whereas on day two, like, how did we do on day one of the yeah. month, right? So um, keeping that keeping that in, in front of you is important. Uh, Absolutely. Looking, looking at your 
looking at your profit loss statement is great, but also looking at your balance sheet. Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you ready for taxes? Are you going to get hammered or did you prepare properly? Those kind of things. Yeah. You know, you're bringing up, I mean, th this is what run the business is all about. Right. And yeah. I think what the challenging part for folks is, is that sometimes people start out as the painter, as you did, as I did. And you have to shift gears from being the painter to being the business owner. And the business owner takes a different temperament, a different personality, a different skill set to tackle than being the painter. And um, it sounds like you've gotten some assistance from a coach, which we've talked about often on here. Linnea was on the show. Uh, and man, I, I really enjoyed talking to her. She has such great insight. Um, but you've got, it sounds like the support and the backing and you've got a plan. And now it kind of sounds like you've got just things in motion and and you're still, you know, guiding the ship, but you know where you're going. I think that's that's a great piece of the puzzle. Yeah, I think the, um, you know, Michael, the thing was, I was in banking for 10 years and I managed sales and budgets and worksheets and all that. And so when I started this company, I thought I, I got it. I know about business. Yeah. My degree's in business. I don't need any help. I don't need any help. So did the business, I roughly 10 or 12 years before calling Linnea and should have called Linnea a long time ago. Uh, she's great because she holds me accountable because there is nobody else above me, right? This is it. And holding yourself accountable is hard, 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 hard. So uh, I would just know that I was being profitable. I was employing all these women, uh, felt great about it, but having a business coach brings you to another level mm -hmm. and keeps your, your feet, hold your feet to the fire. I mean, really does. So it's a good investment. That's right. Um, well, I'll tell you what, the, these podcasts always go so quickly. I could literally probably talk to you all day long and I have a million more questions I want to ask. Um, but I'm going to wrap us up here. There's one question I always ask everybody to end the show and here it is. So what do you, Stacey Spear, do to take care of yourself, to nurture yourself so that you can still show up every day for these amazing women that are on your team and your customers? How do you take care of yourself so you're ready to go and stay motivated? I uh, spend time alone and I also am able to go to church and uh, get filled there. I get to spend time with my husband. My children are now out of the house. <laughs> And just having that downtime is what's been important for us. Mm -hmm. Right on. I love it. Awesome. Well, Stacey, thank you so much for spending this time with me. Um, I'm thrilled to get to know more about your company and you. Uh, you've been in the game for a while. And so you've got a lot of us out here trying trying to get to where you are. So thank you so much. Uh, before we wrap up, a few announcements here. Uh, first and foremost, if uh, folks, if you're not following us on our Facebook page, check out the Women in Paint Facebook page. You'll find lots of connections. Stacy, you're shaking your head. Are you on the Women in Paint Facebook page? Yes. Okay, awesome. So, so it is great because, you know, people like Stacy have all these, these years of experience, you know, can chime in. We can really get support and, and lift each other up. Um, and then other than that, the PCA Expo is coming up at the end of February. And uh, so we might see you there. Um, other than that, everyone, uh, keep painting. Enjoy the holidays. And Stacy, thank you so much for joining me. And we have completed another Women in Paint episode. Woohoo! <laughs> thank you.
Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painted Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.